Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi guys, it's uh, Matt Z from uh, the Optimus uh, studio here, Optimus Futures, and uh, today I'm going to talk about revenge trading. What I'm going to talk about is basically how we get there, how to handle it, and I know many are familiar with the topic so if you have any comments, of course, you can go to community.optimistfutures.com. If you have any questions about this podcast, then you can share your experience. I'd love to address with you your specific concerns. And we also answer a lot of technical questions there about platforms, data feed, etc. Um, if you need a broker, we would love to be your brokers. We uh, do a lot of futures trading business. We have many clearing firms, many platforms. So um, go to optimistfutures.com, www.optimistfutures.com. You can see all the platforms, the clearing firms. Uh, again, uh, we're here to help you with all your futures trading needs. So getting back to topic. So today I'm going to talk to um, revenge trading, how to avoid it, understand it fully, how it happens, analyze it psychologically, and make sure that you understand it as well. So before we begin uh, to talk about revenge trading, which you know, if you, some of you my, if you guys been trading for a long time, everybody's everybody's done it. So you experienced it, and I know as you listen to to this, you say, "Oh yeah, I've been there." So um, just because you've been there doesn't mean that you will not go there again. So I'm here to prevent it. Those of you who haven't experienced it. Uh, don't sit there and be arrogant and think that this will not happen to me. It happens to everyone. Uh, our emotions are strong. Our DNA is stronger than anything. It takes over sometimes. We have to be very conscious people to avoid this. So uh, please take it um, seriously. Uh, before we begin to talk about revenge trading itself, I want to talk about the um, idea of losing money and making money. So remember, when it comes to emotions, it's always the uh, the loss of money. The emotions are always stronger than making money. Uh, let me give you an example. So if I was to give you $500 versus taking away $500, the loss of losing $500 is much stronger than actually gaining. Um, I can't put it on a scale and say it's one. You know, if we were to do it one to 10, then for some people it would be you know, losing would be a 10 and making would be a five, let's say. For some people, it might be losing might be a nine and giving the money would be a seven. But essentially, the emotions of a loss 
are much stronger and they cause a shift in uh, change in direction of thought much faster than a gain. So we have to be very conscious of that. So now we can start talking about revenge trading and how do we get there? So usually it starts at a bad day, you know, where we lost more than we anticipated. And now we're trying to make it back again. We're trying to avoid the loss and the emotion associated with it. So by obviously trying to avoid loss of funds, we also want to avoid the emotions, the deep emotions, I should say, of losing money. So we're not trying only to recover our money. We're also trying to recover our emotions. So usually it starts as a bad day, you know, market didn't go your way. You lost more than you thought. And then, you know, you're trying to recover and it causes more and more losses from there. It could be a day where the market was quiet, but you had a good win. You turn it into a loss and you say, you know what? I want to go back into a winning state financially and mentally. And again, you're trying to recover. And again, you know, rather than cutting your losses short, even though you had a profit before, you're turning into a very big loss. Now, a lot of um, videos that I've seen online and a lot of articles that I read describe this revenge trading as a very strong emotion, like people flipping computers and they're getting upset and they're cursing. But that's not the case, at least in my opinion, 90% of the time. Revenge trading is a very, very subtle emotion that creeps up on you. Uh, and again, it's there to avoid a loss. And it's just part of our DNA um, to do that. We don't want to encounter the loss. So people don't, um, you know, flip out. You know, they don't curse. They don't, there's no really a behavior where, you know, somebody, you, you that you can detect that somebody physically is um, losing money. Sometimes by looking at him, you wouldn't know. But nevertheless, there's a lot of overclicking done, over trading, and again, it's in the attempts to uh, recover the funds. And some traders end up with their biggest trading losing day ever. Usually, after a day like that happens, traders question everything, right? So essentially, you know, they say, maybe my technical indicators are not good. Maybe my approach is not good. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be trading at all. Uh, they question just about everything that they do uh, from their software uh, to their broker, you know, everything. But the reality is it just it starts with them. Now, clearly, there could always be things that you can improve in your trading, such as your platform and data feed and even upgrade to a better broker, more supportive one. But that's as a result that you see it in your trading. It's not, it shouldn't come out as a result of revenge trading. Because when you do the revenge trading at the end of the day, you feel so defeated that you can't even think straight. So obviously everybody wants to know, well, how to avoid it? Well. I always say the first thing that you have to do is always admit that there is some sort of an inherent DNA that takes over. And when it takes over, you have to be very, very conscious of it. That's the only way to avoid it is to say, you know what? I'm not trading the market anymore. I'm really trading revenge. I'm trading making my money back. I'm trading something which is so exterior 
to what I do, to what I see, um, that essentially, um, no, it's not me anymore. It's something else that took over. It takes a consciousness level um, and you have to stop yourself. First, you see the money that's being lost. That's number one. And as much as you want to make it back, and I know every trade that you do, you say, okay, maybe the next one will make it back. Maybe the next one will make it back. But they usually don't. And the reason that they don't is because you stop calculating risk and reward, and then you change the size. Many times when there's revenge trading, um, the size of the trade changes. So you let's say you trade the mini S&P and you trade it two lots. Now to recover, you're trading four lots. And then towards the end of the day, 15 minutes before the close at four o'clock Eastern time, you're saying to yourself, you know what? I'm just going to do a 10 and try and make it all back. And you trade counter trend, right? I mean, exactly the opposite. The market is collapsing. You decided maybe 15 minutes between, between towards the close, the markets will recover when you know usually uh, and again in my opinion they actually hammer markets towards a close if it was a really bad day and even at night session they can might continue to hammer it even more in case it's a downside and the same thing could be you know uh, applies to the upside so again you know consciousness and understanding of um, this inherent uh, psychological um, trait that we have to try and recover from losses, it's something that does not help in the marketplace. Again, to avoid it, you need to make a list, right? You need to make some sort of a, a reference point to say, when am I actually going into revenge trading? When is when when did it take over, right? So you look at, if, if you did it, you can actually analyze the day. What's your typical loss versus that loss that day and say, you know what, this, when I go from this point to that point, am I really trading my method? Now, the financial loss relative to your account should tell you really what you're trading. Because I think at some point it's just, there's no methodology anymore. It's just you trying to click, you know, trying to catch, uh, you know, tops and bottoms. So that's the one, that's one way to avoid it. The better way to avoid it, um, is, basically have a plan before every day to make sure you don't go over there so you don't have to think about revenge trading all the time right you just you just have a plan you know and and if you follow the plan then revenge trading will not enter that plan you have a plan when to start the trade when to when when to finish the trade the time that you trade the size that you trade um, and also the loss that you can take on a daily basis and cut it short right so when you cut your losses short which is usually it's a typical thing to say but i would say have a target of losses per day and if you have the target and it's been hit it's okay because the next day you'll approach the markets fresh you won't go into revenge trading you will be able to assess it close the position if you're a day trader come back the next day and um, you'll be able to assess it in a very fresh way and hopefully you don't think about the day before because the day before you know had nothing to do with the new day and hopefully you will learn that over time that's basically it um i wish you a good trading um i hope those kind of things help you again you know many people out there spoke about revenge trading before me there's a lot of articles but i i think that um, from, again, from what I saw, nobody explained really in depth what a subtle emotion that is and how slowly it just takes over. Um, and then at the end of the day, you feel just exhausted and defeated. 
So again, you know, avoid it as much as possible. I wish you good trading. And again, if you have any questions about this, or share with us your personal uh, trading experience, it's community.optimistfutures.com. Uh, or if you're looking for a broker, go to www.optimistfutures.com. I look forward uh, to the next podcast and I wish you a great trading week. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.